co-pilot. I've got to fly solo now. Hey, I think we're live, everybody. Um, good afternoon, everybody. It is Brain Food Live on Air, bringing it to you every Friday, no fail. Um, I hope uh, you are enjoying the week so far. I'm personally delighted to be here and bringing this conversation with you. It is a topic I've been wanting to do for a long time, actually. And in fact, one of the most popular topics, I think, one of the most popular kind of series that we've been running on Brain Food Live has been this kind of how to recruit from type series um, where we're looking at, you know, all of these sites that people um, kind of spend a lot of time in and see, you know, what we recruiters can do to, to potentially uh, engage with that community, whether it's on Reddit, whether it's on Slack, whether it's on wherever these, these places might be. And today, folks, we are going to be talking about Discord, um, which is really the up-and-coming new kid on the block when it comes down to um, a space for community and a space for communication. So this should be a great show. We've got an amazing guest list. We've also got some people that have got some direct experience of doing this. Um, so I'm going to try and bring some folks from the crowd on screen today. So you better have your makeup on folks in case you get kind of invited. Um, anyway, uh, listen, let's just quickly do some sound checks as usual. Um, uh, this is what we always do just to make sure audio and video is okay. I don't think we've failed for a long time actually. So I think we're doing good. Um, but if you can hear me on the chat stream, can you let me know on, sorry, on Crowdcast, let me know on, on the chat stream whether you can hear me okay. Audio is fine and the mic is okay. Um, and same goes for folks who are watching this in different places. We should be a live streaming this micro sort of uh, uh, multicasting this, should I say, in multiple places. So I can see I'm live. Am I? Yes, I am live on LinkedIn, which is good. Um, and I should be pumping this out on the Facebook group and on Twitter as well. Um, so if you can hear me in those places, let me know in a comment or, or something like that so that I can see that everything is okay. Okay, Tom Bolt, I agree. Crowdcast does indeed rock. Um, it's the, I think, personally, I think it's by far the best live streaming uh, sort of platform out there, but I, I very few people seem to use it for some reasons I don't know. Um, but anyway, it uh, looks like uh, audio is fine. Okay, let's talk about um, our sponsors, folks. Every week, every week, no fail. As we're coming on uh, air, we have a company stepping up and sponsoring the show. Um, we have to give massive thanks to our sponsors because without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. Um, so today's sponsor, I'm delighted to say, is a company called Brick, B-R-Y-Q.com. Uh, Brick are a talent intelligence software uh, company, folks. They basically find a way to objectively find the qualities and traits of the people so that they can be better matched to jobs, whether they're vacancies that you have now or some career path you have in the future, they can help you do that. Um, they're a company, I think, in a category that I really like. It's about assessment, but moving away um, from pure acquisition to also in internal mobility, personal development, and general talent intelligence as well. Um, imagine if you're a business and you're able to kind of understand very clearly where the distribution of skills are, where the distribution of motivations is within your company, you will be in a much better position to make human resource decisions if you had that information. Uh, so do check out Brick. They're a very cool company um, uh, based out of, in fact, they, I think they're uh, headquarters in, in, in Athens, but actually they're, they're located everywhere as well. So do check them out, internationalbusinessbrick.com. Okay, uh, let's get on with the show. Uh, we're going to dive straight into it. I want to bring some guests here uh, uh, on straight away. Change of plan. I want to bring everyone at the same time because we've got enough people to do it. Um, so let's let's get on with it now. Aaron Matthew, late joiner, late kind of uh, um, invitee, but first on screen. Let's do that. Um, we've got Vim as well. Wim, in fact, let's bring him on. Uh, we have Rosie Sherry also. Bring Rosie on. And I, I can see Tali as well. I'm bringing him as well a bit later. So, um, so here we go. Okay, um, there we go. Let's see. Well, we'll do some introductions first of all. Um, let's see. Uh, firstly, Aaron, uh, for the people who don't know you, can you quickly introduce yourself? Who are you? What it is you do? Yeah, um, I'm Erin Matthew. I am a senior talent sourcer over at PayPal. And um, I've been sourcing for about seven years. And I've done just about every industry from aerospace to education to healthcare. Um, but fintech is new to me. So it's been exciting for the last couple of months. Great stuff. Um, uh, great to join you, uh, to see you back on the show as well, Erin. Um, and Wim, uh, for the people who don't know you, can you quickly intro yourself? Who are you? What is you do? 
Oh, he's still on mute, bro. Let me unmute him. Hey, you might have to unmute yourself, Wim. Um, but it, okay, uh, whilst you get on with that, let's uh, introduce uh, Rosie, because I see Rosie here. Uh, Rosie, great to see you. A long time no see, as a matter of fact. Um, but I keep up with you on Twitter and everywhere else. So um, can you quickly introduce yourself? Who are you? What it is you do, my dear? Yeah, I'm Rosie. I live in Brighton in the UK, and I call myself a community builder. So I currently am um, building community for community people over at rosie.land. And that's no lie. A lot of people say they're community, but Rosie's actually one of the pioneers of the field. Um, if you check out her career path, it's absolutely amazing. I, I, I don't know whether you recall, Rosie, but I think we first interacted when you might have been like a QA candidate or something. Uh, and I, I might have tried to hire you. This is like in the Jurassic. You know, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember when. Dinosaurs are still around. Um, but, but then since that time, you've like literally created this entire niche where I think you're like one of the leading practitioners and experts in community building, not just a theoretician, but someone who's doing it consistently, building these amazing online spaces. So really great to have you on the show. Um, Wim, I think you're there, but you're also still muted. I don't know why. Um, can I unmute Wim? I can't. It's not on my side, bro. Yeah, refresh, log out clear cash, do what you need to do, man. Um, okay, let's uh, sort of go to um, to, to, to Aaron firstly, um, because I, I think, Aaron, your position here is probably as similar or at least uh, so, uh, is, is probably closest to most people that are watching the show in the sense that you're a recruiter, you know, you, you're by no means an expert, I don't think, on, on Discord, but you might have interacted with Discord, been on there, and you might have spoke to a few people. Maybe, maybe you've done some recruiting there. I don't know. Uh, tell me your experience from from uh, of, of this particular tool. Yeah, so I would say that I'm relatively new to Discord, but the reason that I've gotten my feet wet a little bit into it is actually because of my sourcing on Reddit, which everybody knows. I'm on there all the time. I'm finding great candidates and talent there. But what I've discovered is a lot of these communities are now starting their own Discord channels to have more live discussions with each other rather than these text-based posts on Reddit. So I kind of stumbled upon a couple of communities when I was researching how to uh, source for blockchain developers. So I was looking into the crypto devs, uh, Reddits that, um, you know, have people that are actually building blockchains, you know, it's separate from those communities on Reddit with people saying, oh, buy this token, buy this token, it's going to go to the moon, you know, it's, so it's the people that actually know how to build blockchain. And I guess it shouldn't surprise me that much that there's overlap with Discord because blockchain is now being used in gaming. Uh, so Discord is primarily used by gamers, right? So I can see why there would be that kind of overlap there. So I figured out that the, it's a great place to source talent because a lot of people are putting their GitHub profiles um, with like, you know, right next to their name in their Discord account. And then a long while back, I had another exposure to uh, Discord when I was helping a friend try to find, uh, uh, actually it was instructors to teach MCAT prep courses. So it's a really hard thing to find um, people that have taken the MCAT, which is the medical school admissions test here in the US, but in order to teach for this company, you had to score in the 90th percentile on the test. But how do you really source for that? Are people on LinkedIn bragging about their MCAT score? Maybe, but not exactly. And because of the MCAT subreddit, I found their Discord channel as well. And everyone in that channel has their score right next to their username. I guess it's part of the registration for that channel. So it was like shooting fish in a barrel to find them there. So, you know, the, this friend that I was helping out, you know, is now a huge person that sources on discord for that so you know what really interesting experience uh wim i i think we're still muted uh, can, on you, you. can you guys hear me now oh something's happened yeah oh there we go i i fixed it no worries awesome. amazing well wim as you've just uh, uh sort of articulated for the first time i don't think you've introduced yourself so let me let, let's throw it over to you who are you what is you do Really quickly, um, I'm Wim. I'm a recruiter and sourcer for Tenet, which is a huge company in the Netherlands. I talk at a bunch of stuff. I give a bunch of trainings and I have a newsletter uh, for French and Dutch speakers. 
Yeah, amazing. Great to see you um, and live with us as well, Wim. Um, okay, so actually go back to Aaron. You've mentioned a couple of things that are really interesting, and I want everyone to kind of think about this a, a, as well. Um, basically, you saw subreddits, which is a place where people go and have maybe started communities that were very, very public, but they're starting to create a little bit more private type type places and Discord, maybe because of the difference between maturity between, between these platforms or adoption maturity, should I say, is a little bit uh, uh, sort of more quiet and also it supports live chat. It supports stuff like this, right? I assume we could do like a video type of thing on Discord. You can't do that on Reddit. Reddit is still so text-based. Um, and it provides people another thing. So there's your first clue as a recruiter. If you're looking at Reddit and there's a bunch of subreddits that you think are quite interesting, there's a decent chance there's probably someone's fired up a, a Discord server at some point um, and people might be migrating there or using them both simultaneously. Um, so really good insight on that. And secondly, you mentioned something about sort of um, how people might migrate to it sort of from outside of the, the the tech world a little bit because i think all of these new tools are always going to be tech uh uh the techs are gonna, uh, sort of engine technical people are going to be adopting it first that's something i think we can generally accept is true um but very quickly there's going to be people and communities are going to find 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 the use for it and suddenly there'll be non-technical type of uh, communities evolving there as well um very very interesting um, okay, uh, Wim, as we've got you on, um, tell us a little bit more about your, in fact, why don't you, you ask the, answer this question? How would you describe Discord as being different from any of the other sort of places that we might build community? I always call it a bit of like the the growing up of IRC for the people who still know how how like the old chat room type of deals were mm -hmm. happening. It, it's like becoming more of like techies finding IRC again and, and having chat platforms again with each other and it's it's a place where people can chat and they can voice chat and they can even video chat if they want to um but again it, it's platforms where people with the same interests start to clump together and start coming together and suddenly you have groups of like a thousand java good java developers or ten thousand programmers all talking together about their specific interests what, what sort of why would they use discord though uh i mean we have things like slack don't we we have like we have linkedin groups we have facebook groups we have whatsapp groups like why why have these groups moved into a place like discord i think slack is the nearest one that that comes closest uh but there's a lot more functionality in discord on uh, the voice chat side um and it, it's a lot it's very easy to use and a lot of gamers and, and techie people started with it and it's just been growing since then i think i have a discord account since 2015 or something and it's just been growing since then and people have just been jumping on and i was using it for gaming before i was using it for sourcing for developers how, how would you use it for gaming um i, I don't understand this uh just people a lot of games a lot of like uh have their own like discord where they discuss new releases or something happening in the game or stuff uh, happening at that time so that's oh, that's oh. for gaming or even for like you have your own little group that wants to have a voice chat while they're doing things in a game ah uh, right i see so let's say it's a multiplayer game um i can set up a, a little channel somewhere and then the pe the people who are participating in the game we can all kind of like you know give you give each other crap i guess as we're playing this game that's the that's the idea because the game itself won't have that functionality is that, is that yeah. kind of how it yeah. works yeah you do it on top of a game where you don't have the voice chat functionality and then you just get into the same room together and you start discussing or discuss oh, strategies or give voice call outs because there's voice chat i didn't again i, I need to obviously that dive deeper into this and rosie i wonder whether you could help me a, a little bit um so essentially Discord seems to be a bit more more rich media than just text. I was thinking, how are you meant to be chatting with people when you're playing a game? Surely your your fingers are like fully fully deployed playing whatever game you're playing. But in fact, you can talk to people um, and and have audio, real time audio in a channel or in a group on Discord. Is that right? Yeah, um, my my kids actually. I got introduced to Discord through my kids, and that's how they use it. They play games and they meet up with friends and you can hear them shouting in the background, laughing, uh, all kinds of stuff. So um, 
Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's got that vibe of do I think Discord is like definitely like more in the now, even though it's changing a bit more. They've like released forum functionality, which I haven't quite checked out, but um there's, you know, definitely this vibe of like the, the audio, the video, the the stream of chat, like it's it's it feels like it's about the now, at least that's how it started. It's like let's let's do something together now. Okay, that's a really important insight as well. I think we're building a little bit of a picture as to what the experience is for people going into Discord. Um, number one, a little bit more private, maybe a little less noisy than you would get on on Reddit. I think places like Reddit can also be quite brutal sometimes in a in in, a, in, in an unpleasant way. You know, it's very easy to trigger like an unpleasant comment. Um, you know, I, I kind of do that for fun, but obviously, it's not something you want to do. You know, if you're just having a normal conversation, or maybe you you have you know more more healthy ways of enjoying yourself. Um, so so yeah, um, interest groups. Less maybe, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Less hassle or less prospect of being, um, you know, trolled in it, some way. Um, and real time. Go ahead. It also has a lot more community feel than, for example, Reddit. Because in Reddit, anybody can hop in and hop out like they want to. But on Discord, you have a larger barrier to entry. You have to get verified. You have people checking you out before you're allowed to join certain servers. And then suddenly, like you're part of that community and people tend to know each other a lot more. So it, it's a bit more closely knit in a lot All of right. those communities. Yeah, more that's gatekeeping. A, that, that's <laughs> actually a really important part of, of community, isn't it? Um, because if you allow everyone in, unfortunately, um, the community will quickly evaporate because there is no there's no barrier to entry. So you do need to police it. I think community is built at the gate, unfortunately. It's not only about including everyone. You have to exclude some folks, I'm afraid to say. Um, now, sort of how does this work? i just seen someone. Uh, wait a minute, it was you. There is yeah. an invite link. So basically, I can't just find a Discord server um, and apply. I need to be invited. Is that is that correct? Yeah, there, there are a few, like... Uh, places where you can look for Discord servers, but most of the time you have to get invited by somebody inside a server or even an administrator has to invite you depending on the server settings. So you cannot just join any server willy nilly. Like I have a few servers where no, like I, I control who comes in and who goes out. And uh, so you have to know that the server exists and then you have to know somebody who can invite you to that place. And sometimes it's really easy to get an invite and sometimes it's really hard to find somebody who knows the server and get you can get you in. Is there a way in which I could request an invite? Um, yes. If I, fa if I found the server, the link to the server, yeah? Yeah, that's yeah. what I did with the crypto devs one. Um, that one is relatively open to pretty much everyone, but they police it pretty heavily. Um, so, you know, if you're a recruiter that's going in there and spamming everyone, you're going to get banned very quickly. Yep. But they did actually create a separate channel for job searching for blockchain development jobs there. So mm -hmm. um, they've they've kind of sequestered all of that activity to one part of the channel. Um, and if you don't put it in the right part of it, you're going to pretty much almost immediately get a ban. So I tell everybody, if you're sourcing on Discord, the rules are very similar to that of Reddit. It's kind of like, you know, it's a fragile ecosystem. Don't, you know basically don't bother people where they're going to talk about things that they enjoy, right? If at all possible, find them outside of the server. Like if someone has a GitHub link in their Discord profile, reach out to them there. You know, basically don't bother them on the platform where they're going for entertainment or enrichment in their career. Yeah, so I think it's actually very similar to any community, uh, isn't it? I mean, um, it's it, it sort of almost a plat platform agnostic rule is mm -hmm. you know what if if a bunch of people have gathered to for an interest for a particular topic you just imagine you know you go to a gaming event or something or you know you yeah. go to a place that's you know a bunch of people have, uh, are going to be talking about a book a, a book club or something you know what an out of context approach is, is kind of high risk you know i mean yeah. you, you're entitled to to, to to get some backlash on that if you're just banging on about your job and stuff like this so i think You've got to basically understand sort of that is the purpose of the community, respect it. Um, some of the larger communities will eventually have specific spaces that talk about recruitment. Um, and yep. that's where essentially you want to locate the conversation. I, I like the term sequestered. It, I, I think 
that shows us that the communities generally are aware that it's actually sometimes occasionally interesting to talk about jobs. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course it is. You know, we're all you know looking for, for new opportunities, especially these days with multiple revenue streams coming out. We're looking for partners. We're looking for you know, ways to collaborate. But there's a there's maybe specific spaces for this to happen, and that's where essentially most of the conversations might take place. And of course, you know, take it offline if you if you typically can. And there's public data that the person's provided in some way. Uh, GitHub profile might give you an email at some point, an email from the outside. I think that's probably the you know a standard way to try and do it without necessarily you know whilst basically maintaining the rules and being a good citizen in community um rosie let's go to you on this because because you you kind of write that you do actually write the book on this feel free to share the share, share your book by the way um into the chat stream um how should recruiters behave in community as i know that obviously you're coming very much from a perspective of look it has to be new uh, sort of interest only that's the main reason but occasionally there's a reason why people might want to talk uh, about jobs and, and discover opportunities. How should a recruiter deal with that scenario? Like wh what are the rules that you would give to a, to a recruiter that wants to do the right thing? Yeah, I mean, I, th I think it's um, really important to think about it from the people who build the community. It's like, why, why does the community exist? And um, why is it set up? And what are their rules and their reasonings for, for, for existing? And, um, I think it's easy to underestimate like how much effort people put into in, into creating these spaces, and quite often people um, come and abuse it, or don't appreciate it as much, or don't don't spend enough time within the community. Um, rule of thumb is like you know spend some time in there, like ask questions, get to know know some people. Um, and another great question is just like re reaching out to the founders or, or the mods and saying how how can I help? Is there anything we can do to support you? kind of you know you know kind of like you're not just there to take it's like communities is, is about giving back as well um maybe you can sponsor an event maybe you can sponsor the the you know have a sponsored channel or sponsor a job channel or something like that um or you know maybe give like a, a talk to help people if they're if they're looking to to find a job is like you know what are some cv tips or something or where, where where's the best place to go find um xyz job um, there's there's all types of ways to support without actually saying it's like we're you know we're looking for uh, we're looking to recruit and like the more you, you kind of contribute then the more people will start to respect you and actually reach out to you and actually say oh that's the recruiting person you should speak to them and like all of a sudden people are pointing to you and you're not having to uh, always be doing the, the searching that's right. Brilliant. It's energy in before energy out, folks. You know, you can't just be going there and trying to extract energy from this, this system. You know, that's that's generally uh, it, it's an extractive approach and people are going to resist it because it, they've already created that energy. You, you need to provide something. Um, so I think going forward, some basic stuff like recruiters actually know a lot of things that the normal people outside do not know. Um, and you'll be amazed at how some some of the things that we uh, really dismiss as uh, you know important information actually is really critical information. And you could provide that advice to people for free. Why don't you speak to the mods and say, you know what, I'm going to give a talk um, about you know how to how to negotiate your salary or something. Um, I guarantee you, a bunch of people that don't do not know how to do that, um, and they'd be very keen to actually get an insider's view from, okay, this is how a recruiter works. Lots of people get confused about how, you know, recruiters screen uh, candidates, screen CVs, why are these questions being asked? If you can just fill in these gaps for people, that's adding value. Now, here's an important thing though, um, we need to talk about it. What's the best policy in terms of your identity? It, it, should I go in as Hung Lee or should I go in as, as like Recruitment Ninja or something? Like, uh, how, what do I call myself in there? Like, do I, am I, am I uh, sort of uh, who I am or am I pseudo-anonymous or am I completely anonymous? What's, what's the policy? Well, I just don't want to change my username. So I have the original one that I used in a Discord channel for a coding class that I took. So I'm buddy the html so i yeah <laughs> are you are, can you change your name or are you totally committed to uh, you can change your name oh, you, you can, can okay. you can change your name per server even you can specifically okay. have your own nickname per server and some servers like ask people to put on their real names instead of their nicknames but i just have a nickname i use everywhere else so that people can 
easily find me everywhere else as well because it builds a bit of credibility because people are going to check you out and people are going to look you up and then if they can easily find out that like hey this person's also on reddit and he's also doing all the other stuff and he looks like a pretty decent recruiter without be like he's not a machine recruiter who just goes like i am a recruiter go for my job now everywhere but also talks about other stuff then that could become better you know then i can build that credibility and one of the things i always do is i always hand out my linkedin email my linkedin profile to everybody on discord reddit everywhere else because then i can see who has viewed my profile and then i can find them that way as well yeah that was a, that was a, a good technique that you talked about uh, i forget what the topic was maybe it was on slack or it something. was on reddit i think it was I... on reddit yeah but let's i mean just on that basically the the the, the community there's two things that wims mentioned there Firstly, building up some sort of reputation, I think, is very, very useful. I mean, obviously, that's something I would definitely promote, but I'm like a super public person these days, which is a slightly different role, I think, to a lot of recruiters who, you know, uh, perhaps a little bit more subterranean. However, I, I still think it makes sense to have an identity that people can find you on um, because that just builds some credibility. If I find uh, a, a recruiter handle, if you know, Buddy, the HTML elf, for instance, I can find this person in Reddit. I find her in Slack and, oh, I find out she's a recruiter in tech and all this. Suddenly I get just a little bit more confidence that it's not some spammer or some, you know, troll account or some even, you know, uh, potentially a, a bot account um, because we don't know. There's a, there's a trust crisis when it comes down to new interactions with people. I don't know whether everyone feels the same, uh, but whenever I look at my DMs, for instance, on whatever platform, straight away, I'm thinking that's a spam account before I do anything. Uh, but if I start seeing, okay, I recognize somebody or some name or some picture or whatever, I feel a little bit more confident. I'm more inclined to spend just a few more seconds figuring that out. So I think it is quite important to do, um, uh, although that comes at a, a kind of a concession on privacy. Go ahead, Rosie. Yeah, I was just going to add to that, that like Discord has a kind of a bit, bit of a bad reputation for having a lot of um, scams. Um, so that's like another important aspect to think about is... Um, you know, the, there are settings that, that you can adjust. I, I think a service setting and also a personal setting to not accept like DMs from other people. Um, and quite often, like in some servers, especially like kind of crypto blockchain ones, you, um, when you join, you know, like other people, like scammers join that and then they go through the list or whatever and then they, they start DMing you. So if you've not got your settings right, um, you can be quite prone to, to getting just not great stuff and like that some of them like really try to pretend to look uh you know like they change their profile photos to be like that of the admin and stuff like that so it's like you can almost understand that it's just like a click you know clicking the wrong link can really lead you down the wrong path um so so yeah i mean that's i think that's one of the big downsides of, of discord for me it's like has a loss of trust because of that and uh, I've never really experienced that in Slack. I get the occasional um, uh, person, like you know, sneaking into into Slack and I don't know, sending some porn through it. I've had that once, like in 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 my whole I don't know, eight years of managing Slacks. Um, but yeah, and like just in comparison, Discord is. I, I just had so much of it for for quite a while. Yeah, I totally get it, and I think maybe that's also a factor for. I wouldn't say the slow adoption, but basically the more tech tech oriented adoption on, on Discord, people are maybe just a little bit more confident in dealing with this stuff. On the mainstream side, I think a lot of people might be intimidated by, you know, wandering into a space um, that isn't mainstream yet um, and then suddenly getting, you know, potentially, you know, feeling that they might get some sort of, um, be on the end of some scam, so to speak. So very interesting observation. Um, and I think it's one of those things about any online community, very difficult to completely eliminate um, without like massive concessions to privacy issues, you know, um, you know, no social network or social platform, as far as I am aware, um, you know, would demand things like, you know, verified ID. I mean, some of them do for transactions, I guess, um, for, you know, but we're talking into you know, going into uh, financial transactions type stuff. And, you know, there's lots of reasons why you want to allow uh, some anonymity uh, into online spaces so so yeah it's a, it's a difficult one we just got to play uh, a, a bit common sense 
Um, and yeah, absolutely. Lee, uh, Lee is back again. Um, and yeah, you have to be vigilant. I, 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 that's uh, that's the case. It, it'd probably be helpful to give people a, like just a how-to training course, like a one one uh, sort of a one-page checklist to say, look, here's on Discord. Here's how you can kind of eliminate just that, just to increase the security a little bit. Uh, maybe improve your experience. Uh, here are the, the, the basic configurations for you know best security, but you know decent experience. That might be something that's useful to produce. Um, Okay, talk to me about the technical side of it. People tell me it's a decentralized system. Like, what does that mean? Um, can someone explain? Um, every server is its own kingdom and its own person runs that server. And if you mess up in that server, if the server admin or any of the moderators kicks you out, you are done. So, so how is that different from being on a subreddit then? I mean, I think it's pretty much the same as subreddits. In subreddits, you yeah. also have your, your local admins who do their stuff. And if you manage to cross them and they kick you out, you are gone forever. Yep. Yep. Okay. So we know that the, the mods have lots of authority, um, but the decentralized na nature to me, it still needs to be explained. Uh, Rosie, have you got any sort of way to, to explain it to me? I don't feel like it's decentralized. Okay. Like, um... I don't know. I guess it, you know, I'm not an expert on decentralization, but like it, it um, does run on the Discord server, so I don't think it's technically decentralized. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, because I when I think decentralized, I think that you know it's a peer-to-peer -peer network that isn't managed by any one person, company, or anything like that. So I guess it doesn't really quite fit the definition of decentralized. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could, I could be totally wrong. I mean, hey. Um, yeah, this, there's, there's lots of evidence for that. <laughs> no, because ev everything on Discord is still run on Discord servers, so I don't think it's decentralized in that way. No, okay, good. Of, Listen, no. if anybody is a Discord server administrator wants to step up and have a, 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 a drop in a comment for us, that'd be really interesting because, because I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I personally. Um, and I'm ignorant of this, and I'd love to fill in the gaps. It could be I'm completely wrong, and actually, there are this Discord might be categorizable in the same way. Uh, you know, we can put them into the same part, if you like, as the Reddit's and Slacks of this world. Um, okay, cool. Listen, uh, we this may be an, a natural moment to take a little bit of, of a of a mini break. Don't go anywhere because the purpose of the break is actually something really important, um, and that is to basically increase everyone's network value um because there's no reason why this conversation shouldn't continue why not continue on, on a discord server that's probably where it should be in the first place um but listen brain food live is a show that is a conversation starting show uh, we have to come off air that's inevitable uh we only have a maximum of an hour anyway on this before we get kicked off um so but it's important for me that basically people have the opportunity to continue the conversation even though we have to stop so uh, why don't you take a moment take your linkedin profile and stick it in the chat stream in crowdcast or if you're watching this on linkedin or facebook or twitter wherever you're at uh, stick it in a comment thread below and then just connect to everyone that you see doing that um it would just be a way for you to walk away with a dozen people that care about this um and maybe you can continue this conversation offline or online in a different space where i'm not there um you know, go ahead and, and make those connections um really really important um okay well it's actually not that important um but <laughs> it might help you you know it might help you a little bit i don't know um okay cool uh people are doing that that's good stuff um Right. Um, by the way, folks, if you've got any questions for any of our guests, why don't you use the Ask a Question feature on Crowdcast, pop the questions at the bottom, we'll get to them in the end. If you're on LinkedIn, ask the questions in the thread, we'll get to them also. Um, okay, cool stuff. Um, let's talk about how to, uh, there's a couple of things we need to talk about, okay? So recruitment, recruitment on communities. I think there's two broad ways to do it. We've talked about it before, I think, on uh, sort of Reddit and different places. Number one, is to basically access the data and not necessarily get involved in the relationship building. Um, in other words, this is a way, okay, we know there's an interest group here. We definitely want to speak to them, but we don't want to go in there and potentially pollute the conversation where people are having a good time, but we want to find out who they are and maybe we send them an email once we find out who they are. So this may be called, I would say, the technically purely sourcing, right? Um, it's, it's trying to find the data that's out there and then figuring it out by inference when this person might be a legit person to talk about. There's the other way of doing it, which is we've covered a little bit of it today. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it a bit, bit more uh, towards the end. 
the social engineering side, so to speak. You go into a community with a, sort of uh, a, an idea that, you know what, if I build some reputation here, it might be useful for me eventually to have dialogue with people that potentially I might be able to recruit from. Um, so there's two different ways. Let's talk about the first way first um, in terms of you know, what data is out there without me necessarily getting too heavily involved in the uh, the community itself. Uh, any thoughts on that, Wim? I guess I need to speak to you more, more than anything because this is something you may uh, kind of uh, dovetails with some of the technical what you do. There, there's three scrapers that work on Discord. Um, there's Andre Bradshaw who made his own Discord scraper. There's the one that I always talk about, which allows you to scrape just about everything. And then there's a third one, which I haven't used yet, which is a super cool like Chrome extension. So if you really want to just grab your data and run away, that's the way to do it. Uh, but then, like Aaron also said, you can also open up people their profiles. And sometimes they're going to say, like, oh, this is my, uh, my, my other accounts that I use. This is my Facebook account. This is my LinkedIn account. People can link their accounts together with Discord. And then they show up like, oh, this is my developer's account. This is where I go on Facebook. This is where I go on LinkedIn. This is my Spotify account. Why would they do that? Is it because they want to just signal a little bit more depth to who they are, or, or is there or maybe they've got a website they care about? I guess I guess it might be just standard sort of um, hey, you know, not say showing off, but personalization um, that that might be relevant. So you know, I know I stick everything out there. So okay, so tell me about sort of I'm confused about the scraping business because are you saying? That the scraper would work if I had the link to a server and I, I'm a member of that server, then I could yeah. basically automate yeah. a lot of the activities. You yeah. can pull out mm -hmm. all the data. Um, Aaron also just linked um, Instant Data Scraper, which also works on the web version of the Discord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that also works as a scraper. I linked the three dis uh, Discord scrapers that I was talking about. But then you can just like pull out all the data out of a specific channel. For example, uh, if a Discord has a channel where people just dump their LinkedIn, like we just did in the chat, you can grab all those LinkedIn uh, links and then add all those people. Yeah, so so basically you have to be a member of the server to do it though, correct? Yes. And if I'm not a member of the server, there's literally no chance. Is that, is no. that, is that? You're, you're really? not getting in. Yeah, you won't see anything within the server at all if you're not a member. That's really good. I think that's really good because it, it kind of adds that layer of security, doesn't it? In the sense that, you know, we can understand a little bit more, okay, this is why, you know, maybe people feel a bit more comfortable in these spaces than, than otherwise. But this may work, you know, if you're recruiting for gardeners, for instance, you go to a, 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 a server where people care about gardening, you know what, there's probably a bunch of people there that if you were to individually speak to them, they wouldn't be that annoyed. Um, but you can use some of these tools to basically pull out, um, you know, most of the people that have public information, grab it, and then you can, you can, you know, in, 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 in sort of reach out to them off platform. Um, okay. Um, apart from these scrapers, is, is, is that more or less all you can do? Or is there's no way you can do any like Google sourcing on this, right? Uh, you could, I mean, Maybe for finding channels, um, you know, I actually searched Reddit specifically with a natural language query. So I did check out our Discord server in quotations on a site search for Reddit. And that's how I found a couple more channels, um, you know, and then I, I put a couple other keywords in that string as well, like JavaScript, you know, React.js, uh, you know, just to point me in the right direction for software engineer based Discord channels. Okay, so that's that's cool. So basically, doing a search from uh, without using any tooling, just using a search engine, basically that's for discovery of uh, groups, or, or or should I say, Discord servers, essentially, yep. which are mm -hmm. you can think of them as groups. Go ahead, Wim. Speaking about search, uh, Discord also has their own super cool booleans, which uh, you can search, for example, for people who have posted files on Discord. Just People are, like you can search a lot more interesting ways than you can just do your normal like I'm going to type in what I'm looking for. You can look for what posts from a specific user. You can post for keywords. You can you know, search for in between certain dates. You can search for where somebody has posted a specific document. So all that cool stuff. Uh, I linked the support uh, article for it, but there's a lot of cool search strings you can use in Discord as well. If you're just searching on a plat on one of the Discord servers, that's interesting. Uh, Rosie, I wonder how many people actually know these operators within within Discord. Are they are they commonly known, or, or is it you know do most people not kind of use search in this way within a, a server? 
I don't know how many people use it. Um, I, I, th I think one of the challenges with chat spaces is that um, as a typical user, maybe they don't use it so much because they're more in the now and they're not necessarily searching past conversations. But like as a recruiter or anyone who wants to kind of make further use of the community and, and source data within it, then um, searches become more useful. I, I've, I've done a fair amount just manually searching for stuff or uh, trying to remember, a, a, you know, find a link or something that someone said and you have to like, you know, put some, some queries together. It is actually unusual user behavior, isn't it? Um, I mean, you can see that on almost any group because whatever whatever groups there are, even things like Facebook groups, for instance, there's certain ways in which you could actually scrutinize what's being posted. And it's reasonably useful if you know how to do it and you're fluent with it. But most, oh, there's Logan. Hey, Logan, how are you doing? Second time. Second time we have Logan on Brain Food Live on air. How is that? Um, and he's like, is he going to contribute? Is he going to give us? Is he going to give us some um, some Discord sort of search operator? To, yes, to, uh, he's he's got a Discord for babies server. They talk <laughs> about very important issues. Well, you know what? I mean, again, these spaces are great. Let's say you're you wanting to um, think about diversifying your workforce, for instance. I'm sure there's Discord service for new parents and stuff like this, right? Yes. Um, mm -hmm. So so all of this stuff is going to be like, super useful to do. Um, you know, a little bit more targeting, which these days is quite hard to do in an official way. You know, particularly you look at things like Facebook ads, you can't really do like uh, targeting by identity in the same way. So you've got to think about interest and then you've got to infer from that interest. Oh, yeah, this person must be, you know, this type at this stage of their life or something. Um, and then you can figure it out. Uh, so anyway, search outside of uh, Discord. That's where you discover groups. Um, search inside Discord, use the operators, and basically be smarter about how to discover um, some of those things. Oh, Logan, also, Logan's taken over completely. Logan's taken. pulled that, pulled the plug. I think. I, I think that's exactly what's happened. <laughs> um, I also have another one. Um, if you Go find on. people on Discord and you find their nicknames, um, Discord has a very unique system where everybody can take their own nicknames, and you can like, there's no like, people can seven or eight people can have the same nickname. But you can look them up on what's my name to see what other social media platforms they might be using with that nickname. So that's also another one, the way that you can find people and you can try and find people somewhere else. Which this is know. within Discord. No, this is this is another um, app which I've just. Oh yeah, yeah, chat, yeah. That's it. Which, which. Oh yeah, call. that's a great way to find people on other platforms. Like if you can find a Twitter profile, a LinkedIn profile. They check. They check like four hundred different. But, uh, sites to see if the nickname has already been used somewhere. Yeah, I'm now just scrolling through my memory thinking, hmm, have there been any dodgy sites I've signed up to as uh, as, as Hung Lee? It's like, hmm. Th there's no a lot of bad stuff that we can please, find. Please, no, please no, one, no one search what's my app for my name. That's probably not what I need to see. Um, no. Um, luckily, luckily there, I did check it before the stream, and luckily there is a Korean creator also called Hung Lee who's also making a lot of accounts under the nickname Hung Lee. So you are safe. That's yeah, you can it. just blame it on the other guy. That, that's my, that's <laughs> my technique. That's my technique. Just like hide in amongst the crowd of all the Hung Lees out there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be safe in the show. Um, okay, cool. Um, let's talk about sort of the, um, so we're talking again about group discovery. Are there sites that have aggregated groups? Because sometimes if I could say, hey, I can Google this. I, I, have there been anybody say, okay, I'm going to grab the 1,000 biggest Discord servers. Here's a page. Uh, does that thing exist? Is there a spreadsheet? I, I tossed them in the chat earlier um if people scroll up before the uh when i gave the discord invite link i linked like four sites which aggregate discords and public discords that you can go on to do you mind do you mind resharing that i want to just yep. uh, grab that um i'm gonna scroll up for a bit i haven't bookmarked so i should just do it like this but it might be worth sharing it. screen actually uh wim do you, you want to do that once you pull those things up i want to really give people a quick view as to what we're talking about yeah. um let me quickly oh, well, i'll somebody else can grab them from the chat put them there i will share my screen and if okay. nobody has done it then i will find it myself <laughs> my screen there's too many linkedin links in there there we go so now i'm screen oh. sharing i am in for example this is uh this is one of my i have several discord accounts so this is one of my discord accounts this is uh the hall of justice which is mike cohen's uh Discord. Yeah, cool, cool. 
And then people here can like have their announcements, specific rules and pronouns that you can use. Um, I think we have a channel somewhere down here where people can share their real names and their LinkedIn's. So for example, here people just share their nickname, their real names and their LinkedIn addresses where people can find each other cool. or talk about their real names. Uh, and you can easily, you could easily scrape this and then get all the LinkedIn addresses out of there. Mm. Is the real name share quite a common thing within big groups? Is that um, part of the Discord culture? It depends. Some of them have it. Um, recruiters tend to do it more than developers, but there are developer sites where I, I can easily grab those. Like for them, uh, like, but there are a few, but not always. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, for example, here you have it in French as well, where people just share their real names and their LinkedIn addresses. Yeah, yeah, totally cool. It makes me think maybe if I'm going to do this, I should set up like a pseudonym and then you know, be very open with my real name, but also have, you know, you know be in character somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. yeah, cool, cool. Um, all right, Wim, good stuff. Can you flick over to one of the, like, discover all the Discord servers? Let's have a look at what that looks like. Uh, well, th th that's just web pages. So I'm, did I have it saved? I didn't have it saved, sadly. Let me see if I have the, oh, I closed it like an idiot. I'm going to have to quickly grab it from somewhere. And I don't want to share the wrong things. Like, uh, I know I know how you guys are. The links are in the chat now at the bottom of the chat. Oh, somebody. Oh, thank you. All right. Awesome. Good stuff, guys. Thank you, whoever's on that. Yeah. Thanks, Glenn. Okay, Glenn. Yeah, well done, mate. So, yeah. Do you still want me to share it? Show yeah, it to sure. Let's just show, yeah, sure, sure, sure people. I'd, I'd be interested to know what it looks like myself, actually. Okay, let's share my screen. Oh. And let's give permission to full screen. Yes. So, for example, here you can just like, this is one of the Discord servers where you can just search for anything. If you have something specific that you're looking for um, in, but you see here, for example, there's a lot of gaming that pops up with a lot of people on it. That's the biggest thing where Discord is known for. But for example, if you're looking for programming, you have a bunch of programming, software development experts, programming, C++, C++ world of coding, and so on and, that, and so on. And that number there is the number of members, is that right? Yeah, this is the number of members that are in the server. And then uh -huh. this is how much, I think it's boosted. Let me just, let's not go there. So that's the number of members that, that are in that server. So this yeah. has like 23,000 people in it. Okay, so that's, that's a biggie. Yep, excellent. Type in recruiting brain food, mate. <laughs> mate, there we are. Is that us? No, no, no that's not you. That's not oh, you. you I don't think Lord. you're public enough and big enough to like show up on all of these. I'm, I'm not big enough, not public enough. Goodness me. I need to step my game up on, on Discord. What a disgrace. But something what we can do is just... Well, it's not going to work here, but uh, you could, if you recruiting brain food is going to show up a few times, but then just look where there is a Discord link in this. But of course, because people have been talking about the the, the talks themselves, it's not going to show up. But sometimes yeah, you can get lucky I'm, and just go like, I'll I'll be on page, you know, 180 there. So don't yeah. worry about it. Don't, don't worry. I'm, I, I'm the reason why I say is I, I'm pretty certain I have set up a Discord server. Um, I've just forgotten about it um so so someone needs to find that and let me know if it still exists there'll be one there'll be one person it'll be me <laughs> yeah but then, then we cannot join because you 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 need to get invited to it or the invite needs to be open for like forever like so some invites can be made that last forever and can be used forever so it, it it is possible that I've actually created this this thing that I'm in, but I can't get back in, and no one else can get in because I need to get back in to invite people, which would yeah. be, be quite quite a funny quite quite a funny outcome. <laughs> Never mind, I'll I'll investigate later. Uh, okay, let's like progress on to the next step. Um, uh, let's say we've got people who are interested in this. This is a good idea. We want to get involved a little bit. Like, is there like a first step? Obviously, search the thing they're interested in. Apply to join. I guess is is that yeah. is that what you should do? Make make a Discord account. Apply to join. Read the rules. Like be a user first. Learn the platform first. Uh, because if you go wrong and they kick you out, you are gone forever. 
check if there's like places to where you can post your jobs or you can talk about careers or career developments. There's a lot of places where you can have that. And your expertise as a recruiter and as a sourcer is career developments. It's helping people find a new job. Most developers, they, they try to find a new job once every two years, maybe more. Like they do it once every two years. They're not the expert in finding a new job. They're not the expert in figuring out where the best jobs are and, and how to negotiate pay and such things. That's things that you do every day. So that's, that's your expertise. Yeah, absolutely. So basically set up a profile and I, I forgot to ask this question, but it's possible for the same personal profile to go to different servers, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Yep. So if I set up recruiting ninja, I could be the same recruiting ninja across all of these different servers, correct? If, regardless of which thing I, I I entered. Yep. Yeah. Except that you would have the same nickname as Michiel because there's uh, there's Michiel Biesma who has that nickname. Clearly, so you I mean, would have the same I'm, nickname as him. I'm not intending to steal it. Don't worry. I'll I'll invent uh, an even cooler nickname. No, but you can you, know? you can have overlapping nicknames. <laughs> like that's the cool thing about Discord. You can have the same nickname as twenty seven thousand other people. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, tell me about live streaming on Discord. Is that something you can do on Discord or not? Yeah, you can just share. Um, I think it it is limited though uh, on the server capacity. So I think you can only have like twenty people watching at the same time. And otherwise, you need to boost the server and, and like pay money to Discord for it. But you can have several people sharing a screen or like showing what's happening in the game. That's really interesting. I think I might actually do something on Brain Food um, for on Discord um, because one thing that I think I'm missing a little bit is just more audience interaction. By the way, I love the interaction on chat stream. I think it's amazing. Um, but I think for some reason it might be even more interactive on Discord um because maybe people can pop in and out on screen a bit more it's a little less sort of having to i know i feel it might give the community a little bit more flexibility to, to wander in and out of conversations um where you know we're not here there's still a bit bit of a barrier between the people on screen and the people who are watching right um so um so yeah tom don't, don't you're in mate don't worry <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna need the numbers, aren't I? So yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not I'm gonna be parsimonious with the invites. Um, all right, cool. Um, we'll keep going. Final words on sort of the the first bit of advice for people like recruiters in particular entering the space. Uh, Aaron, how about you? You want to give us a, some thoughts on this? Um, on how to enter the space of Discord, yeah, just to get into it and how to behave and what you're meant to do. Yeah, I mean, it, I would really just reiterate a lot of the things that I said before. Be there as a resource and not as a salesperson, if that makes sense. Uh, you know, I, I agree with them. If you go in there and, you know, you start violating all the rules, they're going to ban you and you're going to be banned forever, for, you know, <laughs> for example. But um, on some of the channels that I have joined, um, job searching is a relevant topic for these people, but you have to make sure you're putting it in the right place. Um, for example, on the blockchain developer uh, Discord channel that I'm a part of, they actually have a channel specifically for people that want to show off their work um, to find a new project, right? Um, so some of them are actively looking for jobs and, you know, just as much as they don't want uh, recruiters posting their jobs all over the main discussion channels. They don't want the members also self-promoting a whole bunch yep. either. Yep, yep, so yep. they've put that in a specific place where they can self-promote. And then really you're just kind of shopping around at that point um, to see who's actually actively looking. And that's, that's a really great thing to have that from both sides on the channel. Very interesting. A question for for both um, Wim and uh, and and Erin. What what are the biggest Discord servers for recruiters? Does this exist, and what are we looking at in terms of numbers here? Um, WayneTech, which I've already Wayne, linked yeah, in the WayTech. chat somewhere. Um, there is a French Susan uh, Update Discord somewhere. Um, I think ATAP or HRTX has their own Discord server, but it's very dead. So um, yeah, it's not very active. I've been on both the, of those. The, the super secret quickly Discord, which I'm I don't know if I'm allowed to share. So I don't know if I can. Uh, but quickly, which is Andrew Bradshaw's little cool um, thing that he has, also has his own Discord, which a lot of cool people are in there. And I don't know if I'm allowed to share it. So don't don't share it, mate. I mean, we're, ask we're, ask, we're, ask we Andre are... if you guys want in. Like no, it's a no, cool no. Kids club. 
well, the thing is, if it's cool kids, you don't ask, right? I mean, you have to be asked yourself. You can't just knock on a cool kids club and say, I'm cool. No, uh, you have to demonstrate your coolness elsewhere and then get asked. That's the only way, right? That's the only way. Um, okay, no worries. I'd be interested to know, though, like, what is the volume? It's still quite new for recruiters, right? I don't think there's like, a, there's no group where there's thousands of recruiters hanging out. It's, it's basically couple dozen level at this stage i would say um, i think it, there's 700 people in in uh wayne tech and that's the biggest one we have right now wayne tech oh. has like 700 people in it so that's pretty decent i would say yeah that's brilliant i mean basically um glenn and uh, and michael's put it in there so well done so this is this is michael cohen's thing is it yeah all right, cool, cool, excellent. Um, well done, Michael. That's amazing. Um, Rosie, give us a bit of advice um, from a recruiter's perspective. What would you say that person needs to do when they enter into this world? Um, I, I would, you know, trying to add to what's been said is that I would try to start conversations that that would be of interest, that kind of overlap with recruiting and the specialism. So, like, if it's a programmer's uh, Discord is like, what's what's the uh, latest trend in 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 programming right now, or what's the top skill, or what what do you find interesting, and try to um, influence it towards like stuff that you're interested in in, but um, you know you know kind of thinking about like well what would be interesting for the members as well, and kind of see, seeing who who pops up. Um, the other angle worth considering is that like. In most communities, like 90% of the members are lurkers. So um, a lot of them are not going to show up and participate. But if you if you know that and you post stuff with that in mind, then and encourage people to maybe get in contact or reach out, you know, kind of give that open kind of attitude, then maybe people will reach out at, at some point. It might not be straight away, but, um, you know, it's worth it's worth a shot i guess no that that's absolutely right i think you know what's interesting here with the emergence of these online spaces is that the the skill set of a recruiter might have is starting to change like the priority skill sets are starting to change like your ability to be like sensitive and, and aware of of to what's the the, the the expected behaviors within these spaces suddenly becomes a premium a lot of people aren't aware, you know, or they don't have the the intuition, the natural intuition, uh, to be very to, to be good at this. So there's going to be certain types of people I think are going to start, you know, becoming successful as recruiters um, because they have this skill set or they've developed it. So very interesting, something worth cultivating. And I do think it's similar to swimming. If you immerse yourself into these spaces, you'll you'll just get it. Um, you know, some will be faster than others, but ultimately, as human beings, we do know how to be social. That's that's how we've evolved. Um, so I think, you know, if you get in there, start swimming, just, you know, don't take any major risk early on, then you're going to be in good shape. Um, let's go to these questions. It's worth uh, just diving into a few of these. Um, okay, Sh Sh Shimona, um, can you scrape candidate links? Yes, you can. Uh, is there a list? We've shared them. Uh, okay, here's one. Um, can you find certain countries that have Discord servers or groups? I guess, is a, can you do a country search? I mean, or is it, is it purely... Yeah. Uh, I I'm part of a few Belgian uh, discords where only Belgians are in there and they talk about Belgian stuff. So there how, are country specific discords. How do you search for that though? Um, uh, either you look it up just like every other discord or you see if they are being posted in specific countries, um, forums or reddits or subreddits or other places. Yeah, but it's I, the same way you would find a Java developer Discord, except you look for Belgians talking about Belgian <laughs> stuff, or the Netherlands, or Germans, or whatever. You know, I just had this image of all of us charging into Reddit and start hunting around, hunting around for Belgians. <laughs> I don't know why I found that quite amusing. As there, a, there is a subreddit that says that concept. Belgium does not exist. Well, just pointing yeah. that out, there is a subreddit Belgium it, does not exist. It's a it's a hoax. It's a hoax. And Shimona, yeah, for Russian speakers, I, I see no reason why not. You could do maybe a, a language search on that. Maybe even that would come up. Um. So so okay, Shimona, it looks like you got lost questions. I would say connect with the crew here, um, and they will be able to uh, under no obligation, of course, guys. But they will be able to share information from there. Make sure you connect with everyone on, into the group here as well. Anyway, I think we're coming to the end of the show, folks. Um. So I just want to thank everyone for watching. Um. I hope you've learned something today.
uh, please do go and like get into it. I think you need to set up an account. So for, before you join any groups, you need to set up an account, right? A personal account. Go and do that and then like find some groups and knock on the door. See if you can get in. Um, and, and by the way. And don't be afraid to make mistakes because you can make 27 accounts if you really want to. So you could make mistakes until you get it right. Yeah, and, uh, and and bonus points if you find and somehow find the uh, the hidden treasure of recruiting brain food service somewhere. It's like a it's like dropped into 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 like the, <laughs> into the undergrowth of the internet. I can't find it. Find it. Let me know. Um, all right. Listen. Thanks for watching. Thank you to our amazing guests, um, Aaron. Thanks for dropping in. Good to see Logan. We'll catch you soon, my dear. Uh, Wim, great to see you. Thanks for fiddling around with the uh, the mic and stuff and getting back online. Great to see you, man. Um, and Rosie, really great to see you. Well done, everything you're doing. I'd love for people to actually get more access to some of your work. So please do share your, your, your kind of stuff with me and I'll make sure people get to get hold of it as well. Rosie Sherry, someone you should follow uh, when it comes to community stuff. Um, okay, folks, um, thank you all for watching. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, wasn't that great? Um, and by the way, um, if you're interested in conversational topics of this type, um, please do uh, follow the channel on Crowdcast. I had 2,000 followers uh, uh, last week, I think, which I think makes us the biggest channel on Crowdcast, would you believe it, apart from Crowdcast themselves. Um, so it's an incredible achievement. Thank you so much for, for your support. We do this every Friday, so make sure you follow if you like this kind of conversational chat. I'm also going to make a commitment to start writing some of this up. So there's going to be some show notes to this. I want to put it on my Substack, which is a new channel I'll put out. Put out. You're going to have to subscribe to that, but if you do subscribe to it, you will get the written up version of this, um, and then you'll have basically the how-to uh, that you can go ahead and do stuff. Um, okay, next week we're back as ever. We do this every Friday. We're going to be talking about startup scale-up hiring, hiring, firing, startup culture. It's a big topic for all of us folks. Lots of tech layoffs, lots of scale-up saying, oh my goodness, no longer scaling up. Lots of VCs backing off. What does all that mean for culture? We've got some amazing guests joining us who've gone through that journey of big ups and big downs. We're going to learn from them what the world looks like in terms of TA and HR. Uh, so make sure you register for that. We're doing it next week, uh, Friday, 2 p.m. Okay, that's about it. Hope you enjoyed it. See you next time.